February 18th. Mark chapter 3, verses 7 through 30. Jesus and his disciples went out to the lake, followed by a huge crowd from all over Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, from east of the Jordan River, and even from as far away as Tyre and Sidon. The news about his miracles had spread far and wide, and vast numbers of people came to see him for themselves. Jesus instructed his disciples to bring around a boat and to have it ready in case he was crowded off the beach. There had been many healings that day. As a result, many sick people were crowding around him trying to touch him. And whenever those possessed by evil spirits caught sight of him, they would fall down in front of him shrieking, You are the Son of God! But Jesus strictly warned them not to say who he was. Afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain and called the ones he wanted to go with him, and they came to him. Then he selected twelve of them to be his regular companions, calling them apostles. He sent them out to preach, and he gave them authority to cast out demons. These are the names of the twelve he chose. Simon, he renamed him Peter, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, but Jesus nicknamed them Sons of Thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed him. When Jesus returned to the house where he was staying, the crowds began to gather again, and soon he and his disciples couldn't even find time to eat. When his family heard what was happening, they tried to take him home with them. He's out of his mind, they said. But the teachers of religious law, who had arrived from Jerusalem, said, He's possessed by Satan, the prince of demons. That's where he gets the power to cast out demons. Jesus called them over and said to them by way of illustration, How can Satan cast out Satan? A kingdom at war with itself will collapse. A home divided against itself is doomed. And if Satan is fighting against himself, how can he stand? He would never survive. Let me illustrate this. You can't enter a strong man's house and rob him without first tying him up. Only then can his house be robbed. I assure you, that any sin can be forgiven, including blasphemy. But anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. It is an eternal sin. He told them this because they were saying he had an evil spirit. Uh, my name is Deb Nelson. I'm 51. I am from Newark. Um, I've been at the refuge since May 29th. I'm now in phase three. Um, I also get to join the pleasure of working as a coordinator in the phase three, four house for the ladies. Um, I came to the refuge um, broken, bitter, angry, full of resentment. I played the victim. I thought the world was against me. Um, my addiction started after I was molested at the age of five. I started sneaking alcohol out of my parents' cabinets 
that went to weed, diet pills. I chased after acceptance from people, um, things I wasn't getting, and I eventually ended up on methamphetamine. It turned into a full-blown addiction. Um, the day that I had come to the end of myself, I was going to kill myself. I was done. And the Lord pulled me back from the edge of a bridge after I cried out to Him. Since then, since coming to the refuge, I have my family back, which I thought I would never have. I have my children, and I have my life back. I no longer think of killing myself. I actually look forward to getting up every day and spending time with the Lord. Um, I love serving the ladies that are behind me. Lord is the, the Father that restores, and believe me, when He says that, He means that. Everything you lose, He will restore back to you. The program is one of the hardest things you'll ever do in your life, but so worth the effort. One of my favorite, favorite verses is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and He definitely has strengthened me. So thank you. Psalm 37, verses 1 through 11, a psalm of David. Don't worry about the wicked. Don't envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they soon fade away. Like springtime flowers, they soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live in safety in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him and He will help you. He will make your innocence as clear as the dawn, and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord, and wait patiently for Him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper, or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop your anger. Turn from your rage. Do not envy others. It only leads to harm, for the wicked will be destroyed. But those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. In a little while, the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. Those who are gentle and lowly will possess the land. They will live in prosperous security. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. The Lord will not let the godly starve to death, but He refuses to satisfy the craving of the wicked. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich.